what's up everyone welcome back to another edition of the fantasy fellow show i am your host uh, the fellow kgb you can follow me on twitter at the fellow kgb uh, today i'm going to be talking about two quarterback leagues with my guest josh piota uh, you can follow him on twitter at the fellow joshy p and uh josh p it's good to have you man what's going on Kyle? nothing man it's monday night we've been talking about doing this podcast for a while now so i'm glad to get you here schedule uh, finally lined up yeah and excited uh, to do this yes and we, we we just uh we're in the same league together that's like our back home league it's like our typical redraft league but we just decided to make a change last week to the settings and now we're going to be doing two quarterbacks uh super flex or whatever so we're kind of getting rid of defenses and we're adding a little bit more juice to the draft and the strategy of of things because whenever you just do a single quarterback league like you can just wait and you're fine with getting quarterback 15 16 whatever you're fine with that so uh this is a new thing for us so we're just going to kind of be hanging out talking quarterbacks and then we'll do a um a two quarterback mock on fantasy football calculator so um so yeah i think we're just going to start by talking uh, i guess strategies through like the rounds and the adp um, so on my screen here, I'm looking at fantasy football calculators, average draft position, and they got Patrick Mahomes at uh, number five overall, first quarterback off the board. Um, so Josh is going to be picking, I think you're picking 12 today in our, in our mock draft. So like you really don't have a shot at Pat Mahomes, but I'm sitting at five and I think that's probably where I'm going to go just because I want to try to get some perspectives and we'll, um, well, I'll take a quarterback early. If I can get Mahomes, I'll take him, and then we'll see what you happen to do. But since you picked 12, and I'm looking at the ADP here, and we have Andrew Luck at 13, and then Aaron Rodgers at 18. So, like, when you're up to pick at 12, those are your two options. Are you liking any of those guys in particular? I think Mahomes is definitely worth a first-round pick, but being a homer for the Packers, I'm tempted to do Aaron Rodgers. But I don't know if there's the value for me there. And like when you when you say am value, I like it's, am I like taking my running backs or receivers? Right, especially in a two quarterback league. Like if you're like you'd have to you'd have to pass on like Julio Jones, um, or you, you can maybe pair Julio Jones with a quarterback at twelve. Um, or I know you've talked about liking Michael Thomas, but that's kind of the like option. Michael Thomas, to, you know, that's kind of the options we have to think about when we do two quarterback. Like how high do I want to pick a quarterback? Um, and especially with like you have the twelfth and thirteenth overall pick, so like, like what are some other like if you weren't taking a quarterback, like what kind of names are you looking at there? Well, I guess who's to say it's super flex. So if I just take top names, I could get some bangers that I like to fill that flex more than a quarterback potentially. Potentially, I don't like. I'm not saying I'm gonna do that, but yeah, I haven't. I haven't tried. That options strategy. open, but I mean, if you draft well, it you know you could be rewarded with getting a bunch of nice flexes. All it takes is one late round hit. Right. So we got, I mean, Mahomes is pretty much locked into the first round, but at, at 12, that's where you kind of get to say who should be the second quarterback off the board. And yeah. uh, you're saying you don't really want to take Andrew Luck this high. I don't like him with just the shoulder. Just always concerns me. He took so long to rehab it. Uh, and now the calf issue kind of scares me. Yeah. Just I don't want to stay away from him they're not really giving out too much information on that right now either. So it's kind of like, we're probably not going to see him play in any preseason game. And it's probably very just to be cautious, but. Right. It's probably for the best, but it's kind of like same thing as last year where people are like, well, we get to see him. For, we got, we saw him last year. So like, we know he's, a, he's back to like a top five potential, 
but to take him number two overall, like there's not really uh, room for error with that ADP. So like if you take him as a second quarterback off the board and he finishes five, like you're, you're losing value. Like you still get a good pick, but um, I don't really know how much reward there is with taking Andrew Luck as the second quarterback. I honestly, I'd take Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Over Luck. Um, would you would you take Deshaun Watson or, or Baker Mayfield over Andrew Luck? I don't know if I'd take Baker, but I could consider Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I think Watson's in the mobility he has, I think he just adds that extra kind of X factor. Right, yeah, that's another little added wrinkle to him that, I mean, he's going to probably rush for four or five touchdowns and he'll rack up some yards more than Andrew Luck can. So um, that gives him a safer floor, I would say, week to week. week, to week. Um, but that that's like your Aaron Rodgers crossover. Aaron Rodgers can run as well, but right. I think he can. But for you to take Deshaun like Watson and out throw. Like you're not going to take Deshaun Watson 13th overall. Like no. Like if you wanted if you wanted to do two QBs to start at 12 and 13, like I think that would be a dirty pairing. Rodgers Watson. Rodgers Watson that wouldn't be fun to play against, that's for sure. And then you sprinkle in like a like a Wolf Fuller or like Geronimo Allison kind of stack some stuff so i'm thinking picture who they're throwing the ball to right so yeah you want to be attached to good offenses those guys are all in top five offenses but i mean when, like we're just looking at first round potential um so like mahomes luck rogers and watson those are the clear-cut top four running backs and eight or quarterbacks at uh, adp this year so if you don't want to take a quarterback the next grouping of quarterbacks is going to be like baker mayfield matt ryan uh, Carson Wentz and probably Russell Wilson. So those guys, you like. I don't know if, if Baker Mayfield's going to fall to you at the end of round three. So I don't maybe, see it happening. Nah, he's someone's going to get excited about so that offense. I guess you just really got to consider when you want to take your first quarterback. Who do you like? Where do you see value in that pick? Yeah, like what offenses do you want to you know go to war with? Um, so like Matt Carson? Ryan. Carson Wentz, do you have like if you had to take one of those two, do you have a preference as to which one you think is going to be a better play this year? I'd probably go with Matt Ryan. I'm trying to think. I don't remember where he finished last year. It might have been like third. I don't know that. I think I just have to pick Matt Ryan. Um, they're kind of in the same boat for me. They're He's both more consistent though. With uh, I just. Well, he also doesn't have an injury concern exactly. with, like that Wentz has. Like we, like Wentz's upside is really high, but he's he hasn't played a full season since his rookie year. It's his fourth year now. But I mean, that the Philadelphia Eagles offense and the Atlanta Falcons offense are both mm-hmm. like high octane offenses that are going to be kind of fun. So, um, so say so yeah. So we basically just covered like the top six or seven quarterbacks. Um, and then the next group of quarterbacks is super interesting, too. We got Drew Brees, uh, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, and I'll throw Kyler Murray in there, um, which these guys are probably more fourth and fifth round options in a 2QB league. So, like, do any of those names stick out more than the other at that, like, price tag? Kyler Murray is just interesting. I don't know how much I love the Arizona offense, but I think that him and – David Johnson are going to make some noise. 
right? And that's one of those He just stands out to me. He's one of those exciting guys coming in. Well, he's got the rushing upside built into him, too. It's probably only – like, only Lamar Jackson has a higher rushing upside. Um, but, I, I mean, I would say Kyler Murray's a much better passer, and they surrounded him with a bunch of weapons to throw the ball to. And then their defense is pretty suspect. Uh, Patrick Peterson's gone for the first six weeks. So they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to play keep up a lot. I don't know if they're gonna be winning too many games this year. So like it's one of the like those garbage offenses where Murray's just gonna have to keep playing and keep playing deep into the fourth quarter. How do you feel about Cam Newton? I'm interested. Do you think he's gonna have to be more mobile this year? Um, or are they gonna? So he well last year he stopped being as mobile, um, and I don't know if that was like by design or because like they were just. They, they used Christian McCaffrey in the short passing game more. So that like, that was Which, just another that way for definitely them. helps him, but I feel like he could do well, but is he going to stay healthy if he's running the ball? Well, it, it, cause with McCaffrey, they could do option stuff and cam could be pretty successful with that. Right. But uh, he's so big where he can, he can take hits and stuff, but he's going to be, I mean, he's got the repaired shoulder. So like you obviously don't want him taking too many hits, but uh, I mean, Cam, like he's going to do what he does best. So like, he's still going to fight for rushing yards and touchdowns. It's probably going to be somewhat like, like he was last year. It's not going to go back to like how he was like MVP form, you know, like rushing for 700 yards and whatnot. But let's see, he's quarterback. One, two, Where did he finish last year? That's what I'm trying to look up right now. Ten. He was he's quarterback ten on the board right now. Uh, I'm trying to pull up that stuff today as well. Internets are being slow. Um, well, he he missed a couple games at the end of last year, so I think he finishes like quarterback fourteen. Yeah, but, fourteen. Uh, but his his um his yards or his fantasy points per game were pretty high. Um, so I'm seeing I see 24.2 points per game, mm-hmm. and like if we filter that, that puts him at quarterback seven. So at the moment, right now, and that this is with Cam like he played through that shoulder injury where he couldn't really even complete like a simple slant route. Like he was having like he was struggling just to hit anything. Um, and then like if if we look at 2017, uh, Cam Newton, he was quarterback two quarterback two that year well that's what wild he had 754 rushing yards and six touchdowns compared to last year where it was it was down it was 488 rushing yards and four touchdowns so whatever you're gonna you're gonna expect at least 500 yards rushing and four to five touchdowns uh on the ground um but if you look at he's been consistent with his rushing tds for the past So like years. last year was the lowest total of his career with four. So and that's with missing two games. So you could call it five or six is a safe guess. But I'm looking at I'm looking at his FF today like career season stats. And last year he averaged twenty four point two points per game. And the years before that it was twenty two point eight and twenty one point two. So like he actually played better last year than he did the last two years. Um which is kinda like impressive because People are kind of. That's why I kind of think they could be projecting him a little low. And this year. another thing, to, well, it's a lot of it has to do with McCaffrey, but he threw for a career high uh, completion percentage last year. He threw sixty-seven point nine percent, and his next best one would have been sixty-one point seven. So he improved. Like, that was a long time percent. ago. Yeah, it was twenty thirteen. 
So, but McCaffrey's going to be a big part of that. Yeah, McCaffrey's going to help move the ball. But if 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 we get to see Newton play in a preseason game and he's looking like his old self, like and he's being drafted at quarterback ten right now, he's probably oh. the first guy that I get excited about drafting. Like I love to wait on quarterbacks, but. Cam Newton's an elite. I just don't know how long I want to wait this year, but he, like you say, can be an elite pick, elite player at that value. And there's, I have to finish top five. I could, I mean, he was quarterback two the year before. Um, and like, you're not going to expect like a high volume of passing yards, but I mean, he threw for 24 touchdowns last year. And so. you're comparing him, and we're talking Kyler Murray. To Cam me, Newton, I, we've seen do it. I'm more excited about Cam Newton than Kyler Murray. Just be, well, I think Kyler Murray could get off to like a hot start because like no one really knows what the Cardinals' offense is going to be right away. But like he's he's a rookie, so there's there's going to be some volatile weeks where like defenses have him figured out or he throws some picks and it just like if you look at Cam Newton's like his numbers from last year, like his worst game is like 18 points. 15.6 week four that low, eh? or it's not that bad um but he, he's just got that rushing upside built in where if he gets you two pass like he had he had a if you are you looking at cam newton's numbers right now i am uh, his 2018 game log from week two all the way to week 13 he threw two touchdowns at least and we haven't seen that consistency from cam newton in his whole career maybe he, he's, he didn't start really throwing interceptions till week 10 yeah, that was like when the shoulder started to get to him. Yeah. And, uh, he started really forcing things, and four interceptions versus the Bucks. Yeah, that, uh, did, I have Amazon Prime, so I just watched the All or Nothing thing where um, they follow the regular season. It's kind of like Hard Knocks, but it's way better. Was it for last season? It was last season. Yes, yeah, so it okay. was kind of like a sad violin story. Like the first couple of weeks were really fun. They started like six and two, and then it just slowly goes after. down. Like everything just kind of started unraveling, but um, the consistency he showed last year is impressive. All those like bunch of two touchdown games, a couple threes, but that's he, Cam Newton took a step forward as a passer last year, and I don't think people are really aware of that as much as they should be. So, um, all right, so it's a race for Cam Newton today in this mock draft. <laughs> Kind of looks that way. Yeah, we'll see who gets Cam Newton. So everybody, we like Cam Newton. He's got uh, – I'll put my flag on Cam Newton, especially if we see him in a preseason game and he's like – if he's rolling and looking good and having fun, like that's what I want. So Sign me up. Yeah. So um, right now he's got an average draft position around 47, so that's like the end of round three um, or the end of round four. So um, we'll be on the lookout for him. But after after Cam Newton – uh, Jared Goff, we talked about Kyler Murray, Jameis Winston. Now Jameis Winston is uh, Ben Roethlisberger being checked out for a lot of upside this year. So, like, are you almost as excited about Jameis Winston as you are Cam Newton? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, well, if we if we just go ahead and look at uh, Jameis Winston's numbers last year, he, he just uh, uh, I'm just I'm on the quarterback. Page. I just feel like I always have bad luck with that man. He's not been kind to you in the past. But, so he played only 11 games last year, but if you go to the quarterbacks and you filter by FF points, mm-hmm. uh, he, he had the ninth best points per game at 23.6. So that's like, a half point behind Cam Newton at seven. It's And he's got Bruce. Yeah, he's got 
Bruce Arians is in town. Jameis Winston, he he matched points per game. He matched Drew Brees. Um, so I'm I actually I'm super excited about Winston because I think he's a top ten quarterback in fantasy this year. Um, I mean, we can just talk about Bruce Arians. We can talk about Mike Evans. OJ Howard's healthy. Chris Godwin's been lighting up camp all summer. Don't um, forget that Bug Cameron Braid. Cameron Braid's gonna snag like four or five touchdowns out of nowhere. I just. Um, if the Godwin hype is real, then I think that they could make some noise with Mike Evans. And I, I'm not expecting the Bucks to win a lot of games. Their defense is still a work in progress. It's going to be – their defense is going to be better than it was last year. Like, but it's still probably like a bottom 10 or 12 defense. But that's – like for fantasy football, that's like a recipe for success. Um, and – I don't know. Um, Tampa Bay's got a lot of intrigue because it's NFC South teams. Those NFC South games kind of get up to a lot of points. And I like all the NFC South teams this year. There's, it's going to be a tough division to win out. So Tampa Bay's going to need to score points to keep up with these offenses. Um, True. So like, would, you rather, would you rather Jared Goff or Jameis Winston? Mm-hmm. That's a tough one, right? Because Goff is the probably the safer safer pick in the more stable offense. True, but uh, you know, it feels like Winston's got more upside. But being me, just the way I, <laughs> Jameis. Sorry, man. Jameis could have a higher ceiling, but I'd probably pick Goff. Okay, that makes sense. I take like, consistent. I'll, I'm cool with him dumping off to running backs if that's how he's going to get some touchdowns. <laughs> that's how he gets the points. Um, the one thing I'm worried about with the Rams offense, though, is like, I mean, the, the Super Bowl, like Bill Belichick just put a lot of stuff on tape for defensive coordinators to watch and how to stop that, it, yeah. stop this offense. He was rattled. And if you get pressure on Jared Goff, he, he's, still, he's still a young quarterback. He's still got a lot to learn. But, uh, I mean, this – Yes, he was exposed in the Super Bowl, but you can't say that Jameis Winston is unstoppable either. He tends to oh, throw his interceptions. Himself. He'll stop exactly. himself. He throws some stupid balls. But he, what, he's got like this fight or flight mentality, though. Like if I'm looking at his numbers here, he only had one really trash game. Maybe even, well, he he started at halftime at week four, so. There's only one game where he was below 19.6 points. Otherwise, he he had a couple 30-point bangers, a lot of mid-20s. Like, so if you take Jameis Winston, you have to expect like two hiccups where it's like, God damn it, Jameis Winston ruined my week. Well, I'm looking at Jared Goss' numbers right now. Okay. What do you see? His numbers weren't that bad either. He had a couple bad games, like playoffs when he started looking rough. But he had an 11-point game week five at Seattle, 14 in week 13 at Detroit, and then only nine and a half in Chicago. Mm. Other than that, his lowest game was 18 points. Okay. Well, I mean, those those are playoff games, so that's a different atmosphere and level of competition. Oh, the ones I named you weren't playoffs. They weren't? No. Those are mixed throughout the regular season? Correct. So are you telling me Jared Goff is equal to Jameis Winston? <laughs> He's going to shit the bed sometimes? Yeah, they're going to. Okay. All right. Well, we just, I mean. Some, some might be pretty juicy at times, but, uh, I mean, you come back and get you 43 points. Um, but I would put, like. They're me, pretty neck and neck, but just me 
like I said, Jameis has burned me a lot. I just would probably go golf. That's fine, but like they're like you would admit like they're like but in the same. Can, if if golf was gone and I really wanted a quarterback, I'd take Jameis. Okay, so like I have if I was Cam, in the market for that round. I have Cam Newton higher on my board, so like I have a tier of Drew Brees, Jared Goff, Kyler Murray, and Jameis Winston as like these are like the low end QB ones that could you know be more exciting. What round are you taking, Tom? Tom Brady, round three. Should have, should have taken him in my uh, my dynasty <laughs> league. Now that you got that. He's got, got a new extension, baby. He's yeah. Um, all right, we should we got to speed this up if we're gonna get a mock draft in today. You want a mock? Well, let's let's get there. Let's just finish it. Let's finish out with like these quarterbacks that like are they're going outside of the top twelve, but they have QB one upside. So that's Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, Dak Prescott, Mitch Trubisky, like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think you um, gotta throw a Jimmy Garoppolo in there. Even like Lamar Jackson's down here at seventy three overall. Like, oh, I could, I could see myself. You can wait. You can still wait. If I had Cam Newton and Lamar Jackson, how excited are you to play against that? Like, that's kind of that's kind of like a deadly combo. If I had Jared Goff and Jameis Winston, how excited are you to play against that? You just gotta hope that they that's actually <laughs> they really shit tough. the bed. Yeah, well, think about that. But but then could it's be like their best week could be their worst. Well, no, I think we just kind of hit on something that's interesting because like you have to think about these guys as a tandem. So like taking that's kind of what I am doing. It's kind of like almost it's in a way to me. It's like drafting Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams. Sure. Yeah. It's it's you got to think about Your it level as, of quarterback one position. Whereas like yeah, Jameis Winston is gonna get you like a thirty-five point game one week, and the next week he'll get you like fourteen or something. But if you can you can pair him if you paired like Cam Newton with Jameis Winston, like those highs and lows will kind of even out, right? And that's where I was kind of saying, like, do I take an Aaron Rodgers early, and would I want to wait late for a quarterback that's going to get fifteen points? Might get me ten one week, right? Like, if, or if do you, I want to try to just take two center guys? If you wanted to invest in Rodgers early, it, like you could easily wait until like Mitch Trubisky, Prescott, Lamar Jackson, even Kirk Cousins, like. He's got a ton of value as a two QB. Josh Allen, like, uh, that's the thing about this quarterback situation is like, this is why we wanted to do a two QB league because if you just but do it, the standard, like, you could easily wait until round twelve or whatever, and Philip Rivers is still kicking it. Like, it's just kind of there's no like strategy to quarterback, so this makes it this makes you think a lot more, and like you have to take a quarterback over a guy like. Like round four or five, like am I taking a quarterback or am I taking Kenny Galladay? Like, you know, that's exactly where do you value your other players? Cool. So, I don't know. Like once we get to this tier of like Rivers, Dak, Mitch Trubisky, like Brady, Lamar, like is there any guys that like stick out to you as like, yeah, I think I could wait like until them, and that's like that's when I want to get that guy. That's it. <sighs> Like, does any any of these names stick out? Like, or even like if you didn't take a quarterback and you're like, yeah. Well, I was just looking at Dak Prescott's numbers a little bit, but he looks just best ball to me. You also have to when you look at Dak Prescott's numbers, you have to look in. See like, when Zeke was there. Well, Zeke. No, it's more about Amari Cooper when Amari yeah. Cooper joined. That's when things picking up. Yeah. So he's got another year with with him under for a whatever for a training camp. 
And so now Mari Cooper's comfortable. They added Randall Cobb, Jason Witten's back. Like, that passing offense is going to be much better. Not, like, a ton better. Jason but, Witten. But there's also another name I want to throw out there for the Cowboys. They have um, – they promoted Kellen Moore to offensive coordinator. And Kellen Moore was, like, on their quarterback roster, like, three years ago as, like, their second or third quarterback. And he was the quarterback's coach there last year. And they fired Scott Linehan, the offensive coordinator, and they promoted him. I think Moore's like 31 years old. Um, so, like, Dallas is going to have, like, a very creative passing attack this year. Yeah, that's actually – This is an interesting nugget. Like, interesting. Kellen Moore is going to be a name that's probably going to be, at, like, a head coach candidate, like, in four or five years, like, if this whole thing goes well. Um, but, I don't know, man. You want to get in one of these mock drafts? Shall we? That's uh, I'm looking at it right now and I'm seeing what's available. All right, and we're back. We had some technical difficulties while we're trying to get our internets to work. I think we're all good now. Uh, I'm going to be in the five spot. Joshy P is in the 12 spot. We're doing a two QB Superflex uh, draft here. And it looks like we got almost a full lobby here. There's a few computers. Maybe they'll fill up real quick, but... Um, so, yeah, we don't really know. We're just going to kind of talk our way through this. Um, we kind of mentioned that players we were liking earlier on the boards. Um, so, I think the real – like, I might be taking Patrick Mahomes at five. If I can get him, I'll do it. Just so we can see what it looks like if I do a QB early and then I'll take one really late just to balance it out. But uh, Josh P. Oh, yeah. We'll see what Josh P. can do here. I don't know what I'm going to do. So, I'm up uh, – I have my screen share going. So, I have – First four running backs are off the board. I could take Ezekiel Elliott here, um, but just for kicks and giggles, we're going to take Patrick Mahomes. Ezekiel Elliott is still going through his little contract holdout. Who knows what's going to happen with that? If you're drafting like you're in your league, like if you draft like this week for your league, which is weird, don't do that. But and you had to make a decision on Ezekiel Elliott, I, there's no guarantee that he's going to play the first couple games this year. He might hold out for a month, but anything can happen. So I'm going to take Pat Mahomes here, two QB super flex, and I'm going to, I'm going to pass it on to Josh and you can tell us what you're thinking. What's I was thinking about Zeke when I, I took him when he was suspended for six games. Did you win that year? No. Okay. Yeah. So came close. <laughs> so we got Ezekiel Elliott sixth off the board and then a run on receivers, Julio Jones, Devonta Adams, Deandre Hopkins. This is standard ADP stuff. Um, so, Le'Veon Bell, Michael Thomas, Joshy P is up. Who's sticking out here? You got 40 seconds, so take your time. I did like Michael Thomas, but, you know. Does Odell Beckham stick out to you? He I actually was considering Odell Beckham, but I'm just going to throw in a classic Joshy P pick. Okay, Travis Kelsey. Go Travis Kelsey. the board. I think there's a pretty big gap from Kelsey in the next couple tight ends. Um, a lot of people like Ertz and Kittle, but I think Kelsey's in a tier on his own there. So, um, and now right, I'm. How do you not take Odell? Odell but could be fun to take Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we're from Green Bay, Wisconsin. We have a love for the Rodgers. Last year was a throwaway year. We're expecting a bounce back this year. Think but, great things. Um, I'm just going to see what comes back in a second. I'll take Odell. Okay. So you're, you're going to right around this time anyway. 
you're going with the zero RB strategy right now. You got Kelsey and Odell Beckham locked in. That sounds pretty good. Uh, Beckham was the fifth receiver off the board. That seems like a value. He's pretty to me. I would take Odell Beckham over Michael Thomas. Just would you know? I just think Michael Thomas has uh, regression coming. Like he had 125 receptions last year on like 149 targets. Like that's insane. Like his catch rate percentage. Like I don't think he can duplicate that. And where do you expect Odell to be? Odell might have the best season of his career, man. He could. Like, why not? You're not, you're not lying. I, mean, I can pull up videos of, like, Eli Manning just whiffing on throws to Beckham. Like, Baker's going to be way more efficient than Eli might have ever been. So, and, I mean, yeah. Odell, Odell's probably going to score more touchdowns than Thomas. I think Thomas has only – he's only been able to get up to nine touchdowns in a season. It seems like Beckham's for sure going to get double digits plus. Um but anyways, we got – I'm up to pick here. Uh, round two, Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck are off the board. Uh, Joe Mixon, James Conner, Melvin Gordon. Um, so I'm looking at Dalvin Cook, Todd Gurley, Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb. All right, dude, I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to do the, the QB. Deshaun Watson. Here. So I'm going to – I'm just going to take Deshaun Watson and we'll, we'll give these these viewers a chance <coughs> to see what that might look like. Hey, that's but if if I didn't take Watson, I would have taken Dalvin Cook or Nick Chubb. But I I just locked in probably the top two quarterbacks. Um, I don't have luck in my top three. Damn near. It's it's Mahomes, Watson, and Rogers for me. And Mahomes is the, he's got the advantage of the one, but I think Watson and Rogers are going to be <laughs> neck and neck for the the next man up. So I'm up again here. Um, Matt Ryan and Baker Mayfield went off the board at the beginning of round three. Uh, I can pick Damian Williams, George Kittle, Adam Thielen, Marlon Mack. Uh, I'll give you a guess here to see where I'm going. I might be weird. With my uh, pick. What are you saying now? I don't get why Tyreek Hill is on the board right now, but I'm going to take Tyreek Hill uh, to pair with Pat Mahomes. Uh, I was looking at running backs, carry on Johnson though. Like, uh, like up until, uh, Theo Riddick was still on the team. I was taking like Devonta Freeman beginning around three, but with Riddick out of the picture, like carry on, he's going to get a lot of workload. It doesn't matter if they're winning or not. Oh. So I'm looking at Marlon Mack, Keenan Allen, Carson Wentz, T.Y. Hilton, carry any, on Johnson. Any quarterbacks make Russell sense for Wilson. you? Are you ready to wait? I could pull the trigger on Russell. I don't really want Carson Wentz. Let's gamble. Let's. I'm considering actually back here for sure. But dude, there's like yes, I'm taking Keenan Allen. I think you. This is a really nice turn for you, Marlon. I would Martin, take Keenan Keenan Allen, Devonta Freeman, Carry on Johnson. Now, do I want Marlon Mack or do I want Carry on Johnson? You got a quarter. <laughs> you can flip a coin. Get weird, but nope. um, so Allen. I think everyone. Carry on could be a thousand yard rusher. He could be a thousand yard rusher and he's gonna catch like sixty balls. Like he's to the face. In the face. Like he's gonna it's not gonna surprise me if he finishes as like a top ten running back this year. Um just with the the way the, the Lions are looking to build their team, they're gonna wanna run the ball more, they're gonna wanna slow the game down. And that means a lot of carry on Johnson. A lot of carry on Johnson. So I'm up here. I have one wide receiver, two quarterbacks. Uh, Derek Henry's on the board. Josh Jacobs on the board. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to take Josh Jacobs. I've been seeing a lot of good practice reports out of Jacobs catching the ball. 
Um, they do have Jalen Rashard there for PPR purposes, but I just Josh Jacobs get overtaken. He's he was he's been one of the best pass catching running backs we've seen come out in the draft in a while, um, and the, he's fresh. I think John Gruden knows he's going to use him a lot. Um, John Gruden's used his his running back ones heavily during his career, so um, I don't mind getting Josh Jacobs. I think I'm going to pair Josh Jacobs here with another running back just to kind of. Um, Even out the roster, there's. I'm really torn between Mark Ingram and Chris Carson right now, um, and I'm going to take Chris Carson, and I'll tell you why. Um, okay. Yes. Tell me why. Well, the Seahawks last year, man, like Chris Carson, I think he finished as like the RB twelve last year, um, and he was there very, very run oriented. He beat out Rashad Penny, first round pick Rashad Penny. He's still clearly ahead of Rashad Penny this year, and Mike Davis was there. Mike Davis had a over 100 uh, carries. He had, I think he was the leading receiving running back. I think he had like 30 or 35 receptions. Mm-hmm. I don't think Rashad Penny's is valuable in the passing game as Chris Carson. So uh, Chris Carson's ADP seems off to me. It seems like he's a lock for top 15 production if he's healthy. So, and it's just a good offense. Like I, I like the Seahawks offense. It's a run heavy offense. So I am up to pick here. And. Dak Prescott and Jameis just went before me. I could pull the trigger and take some Phillip Rivers here just to get a quarterback. Are you looking at like doing back-to-back quarterbacks here, or are you going to take one and then wait? I don't know, man. I'm going to take Rivers. Are you not interested in pairing Rivers with, like, Roethlisberger or Lamar? I don't really want Roethlisberger. Maybe Lamar. Maybe I pull it through. I might take a chance on David Montgomery. Do it. Uh, he's been. I don't he's know if been, he's Yeah, I've been seeing some he, stuff on him. He's he looking good. Stuff, man. He looked awesome today. Um, so so I've, he's got some power. I'm I'm very top heavy with Mahomes and Watson. I was able to get Tyree Kill round three, which I love having the Mahomes Tyree Kill. That that's nasty. Um, and then my running backs are Josh Jacobs and Chris Carson. So. I got my starting running backs in place. I have my quarterbacks in place. And now I can kind of just go with the flow and fill my roster up as I please. Um, another guy that has been coming on to me lately is if you want to take a, t- a tight end kind of early, Evan Ingram. I think he's he's in for a, a massive amount of volume. Um, receivers, I have Robert Woods, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett. Like these guys are all they're, – they're good wide receiver twos at best. Um, but I'm I'm just I haven't been taking Evan Ingram up until the last week or so, so I'm gonna take him here and just lock in my tight end production. Um, with Golden Tate out for four weeks, Sterling Shepard. It, it seems like the obvious year to draft him. Well, he's with tight ends, man. Like you got to follow the volume, and Ingram's he's gonna be their leading receiver. Um, he's probably gonna lead them in touchdowns. He'll probably lead them in targets. Don't forget touchdowns. about Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, yeah, he just went off the board there. Um, but Evan Ingram, man, he's got every, he's so athletic and he's in his third year. There's really no questions behind him. It doesn't even matter who the quarterback is. Um, so I'm looking at James White here, man. Okay. Thinking why not? Because it's round round seven. 
Uh, in the league, that the Fellowship League, we have two flex spots. So I, I technically could start four running backs if I want. And as a flex, like, James White's going to be a PPR RB2. So, like, he's my third running back. That, that screams value to me. And I love, I love taking receivers as the draft continues to go later. Um, James White was RB7 last year, Josh. Um, he's probably a better best ball pick, but if you just leave him in your flex, like Tom Brady's going to be looking for him eight to nine times a game. Definitely a good best ball pick. pick, but yeah, he's, he's had his games 10 plus. All right. So you you did the, the weight on quarterback strategy. You got Phillip Rivers here. Um, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Matt Stafford are available. That's probably the clear top three. Sam Darnold's a bit of a project, but he should have a better year. Um, I actually don't mind Josh Allen. Like I said, he's one of my dynasty quarterbacks. I waited on them in there. I always yeah. seem to wait. Well, we were looking always seem at to his wait. numbers at the end of last year, and I think after like week 12 or something, he so was – I will take him. He was the number one scoring quarterback. Yeah, week 12. From weeks 12 through 17, uh, he, he put up 27.9, 33, 26 – almost 22 and 18 and a 44 mm-hmm. um, and just massive rushing stats uh, no eight, rushing, eight rushing touchdowns last year um and i buffalo is an exciting eight, really um i'm super excited to watch buffalo oh you snuck in robbie anderson okay so uh, robbie anderson robbie is your anderson. wide receiver three that's yep. i mean that's probably where so he one thing i do like about your draft is wide receivers you wait on them well, there's always going to be you can, one. Yeah, you can pluck them. Um, I mean, I, I still That's even – I always doubt my teams. Uh, I like taking running backs early, um, and I never do it. I'm looking at – like, there's a lot of good receivers. Like, Tyler Boyd's the wide receiver one to start the year while A.J. Green's hurt. Allen Robinson, Chicago's number one receiver. Christian Kirk, Sammy Watkins, Will Fuller, Dante Pettis. Like, there's – I think I'm going to snag a running back here. And I'm looking at Daryl Henderson or Royce Freeman. And I just – I think Daryl Henderson, he's got the makeup of a league winner this year. And I'm getting him round eight where earlier in the year he was going as early as like round six. But, I mean, this is a two-QB league. And I think he's even got value even when Todd Gurley's healthy and playing good. Definitely. Um, you I don't know, know what's going to happen there, though. Yeah, but, like, I, I know they're going to want to get – I know they're going to get – they're going to try to get Henderson the ball. So, um it's it's worth a shot. He could be if I'm I'm basically as he's my running back four, so I don't need him to to perform as like a running back like one two or anything like that. I'm gonna see if he's if he can hang in my flex spot, and probably from the rest of the draft on out, I'm gonna just pepper receivers. Um, yeah. So like, I'm I'm shocked that, that I, I I'd even take Royce Freeman here again. You know, like. He's going to be in a more 50-50 split with Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I think so. Um, but He's sounding. But I'm going to take Christian Kirk here. Uh, I'm super excited about the Cardinals passing offense. Um, it sounds like he's going to be working from the slot more often this year than he did last year. And all the reports from offseason and OTAs and stuff were that he looked like the best receiver on the field. Um, and then they, got a, they, they, have all, they have three rookie receivers on the team. And so we don't really, we can't really trust those guys for this year. That's why they just signed Michael Crabtree. Um, and I mean, Kevin White's there. Like this, the passing attack is going to go through Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald. So 
Um, I'm even coming on to Larry Fitz, like Larry Fitzgerald round 10. Like you can do worse things, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, did Corey Davis get hurt? Uh, he was, he wasn't practicing the last few days, but he's, he came yeah. back today and I think everything's fine. I forget what happened to him. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, let me take a look. Sounds like it was just maintenance days. Think so? Because I'd take him in this position. I mean, I, I love Corey Davis. And One of I, my projections, he, he came out as a solid wide receiver, too. Last year, he was wide receiver 26 or 27. Something like we were just when we were just talking earlier, uh, they got upside. Mariota, you never know. Yeah, I'm. I'm like even like Mariota as your quarterback three. Like, don't let somebody else just like kind of scoop him in. Because um, if Mariota he gets back to form, I think it was like 2016 or 2017, where like every single game he played, he was throwing touchdowns. He had double digit fantasy points in like every game. Um, I mean, last year he was kind of broken. He I think it was the elbow last year that got to him. And the Titans, like, they were going through a lot of stuff on offense. They lost Delaney Walker, like, week one. That was a hit. Um, so, I'm, I'm open because he's, he's basically a free draft pick at this point. So, like, I don't know. I'm into, I'm into the Titans' offense being better than people expect. So, you, you grab Corey Davis. He's a, he's a fourth wide receiver. Corey Davis is going to compete with Robbie Anderson for you as your wide receiver three. That's great. Um, Royce Freeman is your wide or running back three. Running back three. He's going to be a top 30 running back this year, um, especially if they start using well, – the weird thing is they signed Theo Riddick, so I don't know how the snaps are going to go uh, between Lindsey, Freeman, and Theo. But if they get to the red zone, they're going to bang it in with Royce. Um, I bet you can't – Guess who I'm going to pick here? Geronimo. Do you love me? I'm picking Kiki QT, dude. Um, ah. So QT is my wide receiver three. He's basically the wide receiver, like, 2B for I don't know how I overlooked him. Uh, super super stealth right there, getting him around 10. Uh, QT was not healthy last year. He had the hamstring injury. He's going to be 100% this year. He's focused on playing 16 full 16 games. He is a difference maker. They can move him up all around the, the formation. They can do quick plays to him. He even lines up in the backfield. It, but last year with the hamstring, he wasn't able to go deep, which if you go back and watch his Texas Tech uh, film when he was with Patrick Mahomes, Oh my God, like streaking down the sidelines. Like QT has a different, uh, he's got a different gear that he hasn't shown. So I'm super excited about him. And then I just drafted Curtis Samuel around 11. Um, so I'm going for some, some really interesting young receivers here with Christian Kirk, Key, QT, and Curtis Samuel. Uh, Samuel actually, he kind of outplayed DJ Moore at the end of last year. And I mean, DJ Moore, what he went in the, he went in the seventh round of this draft where I kind of view DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel as like the same player almost. Um, so Josh P is up here. Uh, we're in round 11. We could probably finish this up here. We don't need to draft the full 15 yeah. rounds, but I mean, there's still a lot of good players on the board. Um, you don't, 
yeah, you have your tight end. You, we have our full lineups basically set and ready to roll. Uh, again, we're not drafting defenses today. Um, Got to keep your eye on for the first few weeks at least to see what happens with Carlos Hyde. Right, right. Carlos Hyde's a good uh, – he's just a, a good guy to have on your roster in case Damian Williams gets hurt. But Carlos Hyde's running with the ones while Damian Williams is hurt with a hamstring injury right now. And uh, all the coaches are saying good things. So Carlos Hyde is Josh's RB4. Oh. I guess I mean, <laughs> wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I can tell. Um, MVS. MVS round, round 12 makes sense to be your fifth receiver. I think he's more of a best ball guy for me. Yeah, I was just looking at that too. Like really Deshaun Watson, best ball. A lot of good tight ends available. Uh, you can get Joe Flacco yeah. on your team. I would really enjoy taking another tight end early if I did the Kelsey. Okay. But like you said, you got Austin Hooper, Delaney Walker. Who are you taking here? Jimmy Graham. Larry Fitzgerald. Did you mean to do that? No, I did not. All right, but round twelve, like it's like what I said earlier. Like they got a bunch of rookies on that that team. They got Kevin White. They just signed Michael Crabtree. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, he's a pro's pro, and he's been there all summer. He knows what he's doing. Him and Kirk are the, easily the, the best two options. And Larry's they, they're moving him outside now. I think he's going to be back to, like, how he started his career. And I, I can show you some training camp highlights of him just doing some stuff he shouldn't be doing. But it's – I don't know. I'm super open to uh, – to Larry Fitzgerald finishing as a wide receiver three this year. Um, let's see. I'm looking at receivers, tight ends, Austin Hooper, TJ Hawkinson. Um, I'm going to take Damian Harris here, uh, Patriots rookie. Um, Sony Michelle's got – he's got a questionable injury history. He's got – he had knee surgery this offseason, so he's a guy that I've been kind of keeping an eye on, and it sounds like – it sounds like they're gonna throw the run the to the running backs that are not like like James White's got the pass catching role, but it sounds like they want to throw the ball to the guys that like you don't expect to catch the ball. So that's Michelle, that's Harris, that's I mean even Burkhead kind of gets more run there. Um, so I got five running backs. I feel pretty good about those running backs. Harris is kind of like a handcuff that has you know league winning upside. Um, I'm looking at receivers here. Dante Moncrief is interesting. He's the number two in Pittsburgh right now. It sounds like he's got that role locked up. Uh, there's good competition, though, between James Washington and uh, rookie Deontay Johnson. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Moncrief. I'm kind of excited about him with, with Roethlisberger. Um, he, he was actually decent last year. He was in Jacksonville. But if you go back and see how he played with Andrew Luck, he's got a couple seasons where uh, he caught touchdowns. And he's he's only 25 years old, so – I'm open to him having a um, kind of like a renaissance here with Roethlisberger and being in that high octane offense. Um, so let's, these will be your last two picks, Josh, or you're on auto pick or what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, they gave you Delaney Walker and Jimmy Graham. So that's a late tight end. I was going to pick um, Justin Jackson. How excited are you about your Rivers, Josh Allen pairing? I could deal with it. Honestly, I'd probably draft a third if I was going to do that. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, Keep it interchangeable. Right. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to take Jordan Reed here to finish my draft. 
But so I went with the QB early strategy from the five spot. I got Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. You're not going to find a better pair of quarterbacks in the league. So that's cool. I was able to get Tyreek Hill round three. Steel. And then I got, a, I got a core of running backs with Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, James White, and Daryl Henderson. Uh, Evan Ingram's lock as my tight end one. And then I drafted receivers late. I got Christian Kirk, Kiki Cutie, Curtis Samuel, and Dante Moncrief. I should be able to, you know, make two or three of those guys usable every week. So I really like – I really like – I didn't think I'd like going quarterback early, but it actually looks really good. It does. It looks pretty, pretty good. And then, I mean, yours as well. I like my core. Especially if David Montgomery hits. Um, I mean, he's going to be fighting for, for passing down work with Tariq Cohn, and, and Mike Davis is probably going to get a shot too. But I would just have to focus more on running backs if I was going to do a strategy like this. Well, Royce Freeman is a very good third running back round 10. You probably would have been grabbing some running backs here at the end of the draft. Yeah, I do like picks. my depth to be a little but, better. Um, like you really can't go wrong with it. But So we waited, you waited till round five and got Phillip Rivers, who's going to flirt with QB1 numbers. Um, and then you got Josh Allen, who was the number one quarterback the last six weeks of the year. So there's really – I mean – you gotta play the you gotta play with the strategies. That's why you should probably do multiple mock drafts before you get to your actual draft. Um, so we use fantasy football calculator. We're I think we'll probably hang out next week and we'll, we should do another one of these. But we're, I think we're gonna use the uh, sleeper sleeper app. They also have like a website and a mobile uh, platform. So we'll try to do some different uh, mock drafts throughout the rest of August. But um, I don't know, Josh. Any other parting thoughts before we get out of here? Not really. I think uh, definitely more practice or just practice. Go in, go in, black out, and come out with your team. Right. There's there's a couple options, but I always like uh I don't know. I think practice, especially just a mock draft or two before you get to your draft is super crucial because you need to you gotta have scenarios in your head where, okay, I didn't get this guy here, but I can get this guy here later. Like you kinda gotta see the ADP and Definitely. The, the 2QB, it really makes me think a little more. Well, it, I think that's going to be one of the things that you start to see fantasy football start shifting to a more competitive 2QBs, like the super flex approach. Because in a standard league, which is one quarterback, like I'm waiting until I get – until give me, give me Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson as my QB1, like in the 10th round, and like, that's totally fine. I'll stock up on all the positions later, and I'll just wait super late. But the 2QB just makes you – it really makes you think a lot more. Um, and it brings more thinking and strategy to it, whereas, I don't know, it's there's really no good strategy with the one quarterback league. Um, so, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I think that's going to be, be a good year, work. though. I'm excited for it. I'm super excited. It's, my first, it's our first time doing 2QB leagues. We just did that dynasty draft, and that was 2QB as well. So we're all excited about it. I think you should you should think about, you know, talking about getting a two QB system in your in your settings, because uh, I think that's where things are going to be going in fantasy football as a, as a whole. So um, just something to think about. It's it. I think this is more fun to draft for sure already. Just doing the few mock drafts that I've done. Um, but, but yeah, I think that's going to do it. Joshy P, thank you for hanging out. We'll probably be back next week to do another mock draft. Uh, yeah, this was fun. Thanks for having me. Yes, Josh P. You can follow him on Twitter at the fellow Joshy e. P. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter as well at the fellow KGB. Uh, thank you for listening. You can like, share, subscribe, subscribe on YouTube. 
And you can find this podcast available on all streaming platforms out there, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google, all of them. So uh, thanks again. Have a good night, good morning, whatever. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you later. Green flag. No, I'm laughing all that. That would be epic. You should do that at the beginning. Green flag. Boogity, boogity, boogity. We'll do that when it goes off at zero. No, I can't. I usually start with like a, hey, what up? This is episode whatever. What up? This is Josh P. I'm taking over. Check it out.